episode 152 we made it podcast we are back in the building say sequente lois got it wrong three weeks in a row uh 152 (laughs) weeks in a row (laughs) (laughs) episode 152 we made a podcast make sure you're subscribed make sure you're um following on spotify uh we'll be getting our twitter back soon Inshallah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ramadan, pray that for us, please. Yes, uh, we'll be getting. I mean, uh, make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're following on Instagram. Make sure you're subscribed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. You know, we got literally the best soccer show that's ever existed. I mean, honestly, at this point, it's like not even close. And I kind of feel like being stole our stu- our swag a little bit. Cause they got some little like podcast they're doing with like women athletes or whatever. Hey man! And I went to go hey, check. Man. I went to go check the dates. I'm like, mm, this came out way after the women's issues of football episode. So you, <laughs> might, so you, so you might be out here still definitely, in the sw- definitely many times in the BN uh, boardroom. We made a podcast was brought up straight up. Oh, absolutely! They're like, oh man, dang, they're that, that's a good topic. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe George is out here borrowing them. You know we don't. You know they don't watch anymore. They'll they'll never find out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, make sure you're on Instagram. Oh, make sure you're following Caesar on Instagram. Maybe you guys saw last weekend, last Saturday, Caesar and I did the versus battle, Kid Cudi versus Future. Future definitely destroyed Kid Cudi in that. I don't uh, want to agree with that. I had people jamming. The. the Although if you were in there, I we apologize for the audio. Woo, it was rough. <laughs> Next time we do it, we'll definitely have that figured out, and it'll be fire. Yeah, we're gonna be doing it from the Pazuki TV thing you sent me, whatever Bazooka. Well, whatever. Either either way, you never even mentioned it to me. You got obviously got better things to do out here. Um, <laughs> yeah. Great. Um, what what? Emotional in this quarantine. Interesting. Eight days in, acting like weak as hell right now. Caesar's obviously over there on the beach and uh, yeah, Belize, I, I decided that LA County stressed me out, so I had to escape to an island. I'm actually on Fire Island right now, hiding. So yeah, you out there? You out there uh, in Belize right now? You know what I'm saying? Hey, don't snitch. Roughly, roughly out there. <laughs> Roughly. I'm in one of the islands the USA national team is still playing against to get into the World Cup. One of these islands with the with the 15 members, they're playing against the World national team right now. Recording in front of a big window there. It's <laughs> a big ass window. <laughs> and that window pane is very close to you. Oh yeah, this joint is pretty large. Yeah, don't don't reach too far back though, because the window pane is right there. Oh, off into the heavens, Lily. <laughs> Got a 3D window pane there. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and get into this today. We're going to be talking about the. This um, <laughs> person is that real. <laughs> That's <not> real. <laughs> Who said that? In the chat, is, is that real? <laughs> uh, definitely today, we're going to be talking about the European leagues, everything that's going on with the virus and how they're going to come back or not. Uh, we're going to be talking about a fairly prominent figure in women's football, although she's retired now. Um, any Aluko and what she's had to say about quarantine and lockdown stuff going on in the UK. Um, she's someone that wrote for the guardian while she played and 
talks a lot about racism and different things like that. And uh, now she's seeming like she's not on the squad anymore. Um, we're going to talk about uh, your boy Christian Pulisic and how his career at Chelsea started off for him. We're going to talk about this fool Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Uh, hating oh, yeah. Can't hate, wait to get into this. Hating on the legendary, you know, hating on the, the future had a line, and I'm pretty sure it was written for Cavani. And when he <laughs> said, it can get scary when you legendary. He probably watched Cavani play, and he's like, damn, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Cavani. If you ever watched a, uh, a game where Cavani's in and knew who Cavani is in, I'd be like, "Who Cavani is?" I'd be like, "I don't even know Earth anymore." <laughs> I thought yeah. I knew everything. <laughs> We're gonna talk about Zlatan and Cavani uh, situation, and then um, on a more serious note, towards the end, we're gonna talk about how cor- how this coronavirus is affecting Brazil, and um, that's where Caesar escaped from, and uh, now I'm on an island. <laughs> no, no, he's on the island. Definitely, definitely the way Brazil's going. I'm, I'm thinking twice about the citizenship right now. I'm like, mm, I don't know anymore. Might have to get them Ali up that. Uh, <laughs> I'm to see, I'm have to call Portugal. Hey, y'all got room? They definitely do. Uh, actually, <laughs> Brazilians get get hooked up in Portugal in a lot of ways. I might have to, might have to change allegiances. I mean, I think, it, I think that, I think it's waiting there for you. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. They need all the love they can get. <laughs> <laughs> who Brazil or Portugal? Um, both. Anyway, uh, man, you know we're gonna get we're gonna go through all these leagues, like six different leagues, and see what's going on. Um, starting with La Liga. So La Liga, they did start training. I'm pretty sure you saw that a bunch of the players back at training. They're all doing some kind of like socially distant training, kind of. I don't know. Yeah, they're, uh, they're doing like a. Uh, uh, ladder drills and stuff apart and like oh man we're ready to get back to it <laughs> yeah i mean the only thing that's Terrible great footwork let's see it the only thing that's good is that east coast beard is back <laughs> the best the, the best thing for me is that like uh, nfl has like ruined any kind of drills for me when i watch soccer players play i'm like you guys are garbage oh yeah no i've seen it you I've guys seen... don't know nothing about a real shuttle drill i don't want to see this right now i've seen florida state 280 pound lineman do this way better than you i'm like who i'm like the only person that ever looks decent doing the little ladder steps is ronaldo everybody else is awful (laughs) Uh, but yeah so spanish football this is guardians an article spanish football should return with the seville derby on june 12th just about a month from now if all goes to plan la liga will be completed by the end of july with games played every day for six weeks behind closed doors Yo, we made it might have to do some wild stuff. I might have to think of something creative where we made it during that time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Javier Tebas, the uh, president of La Liga, has said that um, he's saying that the risk during the games is virtually non-existent, although five players in the last few days have tested positive for COVID-19. I guess they're kind of doing this whole campaign in La Liga talking about to return is to win, kind of like getting a mindset back for football. Sergio Ramos is uh, saying that he would like a few more days and not just to come back to play. Um, but Javier Tebas is not saying he, he's, he, they want to do June 12th, but they're not like exactly sure yet. Mm. Um, but he's but basically saying the idea is to finish by July 31st and then August can be left for the European competitions. I, honestly, this is like insane, kind of like it just sounds crazy. Like you gotta well, have. Hmm. I'm, 
It kind of like it. it dep- how many games a day? Or how many different teams? Are, like how many games are a day? Um, I I feel like I saw some of the Um, hold on. I feel like oh, that was another league. There's like twelve rounds left or something like that. Yeah, there's there's twelve there's twelve weeks of games left, right? Ten. There's there's ten weeks left. Ten games ten weeks. left. Ten weeks. Yeah. Ten games left. They're probably gonna do like a sixteen sixteen teams in La Liga, correct? There's, I think eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah, they're probably gonna have like three to four, three to six games or whatever, whatever the number is to divide into eighteen a, a day, and then give these teams probably like a three day break, and then they're back on again, like. What is it like they said? It was like I think I read it was like Sunday, Wednesday, Friday, some of that. Like they just I forgot. Like they did it so it's like either you get three days off or two days off in between the games. There was something about also. Um, I guess the players don't want to play on Mondays, but I, but I guess the the rules are like have been or being discussed to be changed where they can allow five subs. Okay, yeah, that, that's dope. I'm yeah. down. If they're gonna do five, if they're gonna do. Uh, games every single day, well, different teams, of course, Yeah. until July, it, making it available for you to make more subs, that's legit. That's the way to go about it. That's yeah. a little bit yeah. too exciting now. I don't, don't be playing games with me. They better not, like, play me right now. That's something to look forward to. I'm going to keep it real. Honestly, I'm still not sure about it. Like, I'm, I'm scared still, that it's not real. <laughs> I mean, I at this point, I, I'm still, like, well, we're going to get into Bundesliga in a second, but, like, I'm still, like, I feel like France ending the league was just like just getting the jump on the inevitable in a way. Like just kind of like, look, they would like, it's just not going to happen. And I, I do have a feeling that like the leagues might just be like the season to wash, honestly. I don't think so. I mean, didn't baseball start today? I think baseball came back today. I mean, we're talking about the whole European Union. You over here are talking about baseball. I know you're talking about the whole European Union. That's a good, that's a good point you made. You're so intelligent. <laughs> that's crazy. I thought we were just talking about the Australian Union. My fault. The thing is, is like, if if uh, if we're talking about just Spanish league right now, not the European Union, you know, just the Spanish teams in La Liga playing in games. If they have a neutral site where they want to run this or whatever, they're gonna. I think they can really get a crack. And I've already, I've already seen two events with neutral with no no fan sites go on. So who knows? Like, what what's really gonna happen here? No, and I'm not talking about just. I mean, I'm talking about the baseball thing too. They all did it. They're all doing everything in Arizona, or whatever. So I think it can happen. I mean, I, I think it can happen. It can happen, and it's going to be safe. I'm not saying that. I think it can happen. There's going to be issues. That's what I think is going to happen. Well, that's the thing. I think it can happen, but, I mean, there's just so many factors, and there's a part of me that just feels like we're going to get into other leagues, but I, Javier Tebas is excited about it, and I think, like, for him, there's a lot of upside to getting the league back, but maybe the players are going to be like, damn, dog, like, it's us making the real sacrifice, though. You know what I mean? Like, and 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 it might just end up not happening, but we'll see. Um, I'm interested to see what the the kind of the representative players say, what the players' union kind of says for them. Yeah, and we haven't really heard too much of that from Spain yet. I haven't, at least. But um, well, it's funny, all... we don't really get a lot of quotes from like the unionships that the players and stuff have a part of. They have a union over there. Yeah, they were talking a lot about um, when they were saying to, about playing games in Miami and stuff. They were like, uh, "We'll pass," but. Um, <laughs> Like no, I know yeah. Florida wants to cash out, but sorry, buddy. Yeah, um, they were like, "That's a long flight. Don't play with me." No, but, I'm from Spain, not 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 uh, Barbados. <laughs> but it's been, but there's only there's been five uh, players that tested positive for COVID nineteen. Uh, Javier Tebas said we expected twenty or thirty positives, 
And we, we had made a statistical calculation based on the spread of the virus in Spain, which gave us that number. There are five and three who aren't footballers. So I guess there's like a few that are just like, like medics or something like that. And he's saying that's eight from 200, uh, I'm sorry, 2,500 tests. So I don't know if that means they've tested everybody and it was only them or they've only gotten those three yet. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, Hmm. This is my thing. Like, well, and also they there's a number. He was saying also like when the competition comes back, everyone due to play will undergo a test 24 hours before, and if and if he's positive, he won't play. Well, the it just seems like a lot, dude. I don't think it's a lot to test every player before the game. I mean, it's a pretty quick test. I don't know if they. I, I don't know if they're doing they, the nose. Swab. It's a pretty quick test. It doesn't take. But I don't know if they can do the swab a day before. I think the swab is like, isn't the swab like? Well, actually, Europe's probably doing it right. The swab probably works the same day or day before. Like you get the results. But the thing is, isn't like, I don't know, man. There's just so much to coronavirus. So much. I'm like <laughs> thinking of all the different things I've heard at one time. I just can't handle it. Like, yeah, you, you be on 4chan. So no, I don't be on 4chan, but I definitely be on Sure Dog. Um. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what? <laughs> I definitely be on the back page of Reddit reading different results. I'm just kidding, though. I can never. I just saw. Um, back. I just heard. Back I mean, page. damn, twenty twenty five hundred tests and eight positives, and only three are players is pretty solid. Yeah, I mean that's not bad, but that's I mean, totally best case scenario is hell. It's just a. I mean, when they're talking about testing players every single before every game, it's like I just don't know if that's feasible. I think it is. I don't think that's crazy. But I mean, it, we're talking about Spain, dude. Like, people are lazy and poor and stuff. Like, no, I already told you. I think it's gonna happen. I just don't think it's gonna be as smooth. It, does, it doesn't mean like it's gonna be like, hey, this is going great. That's all just a virtual high five for safety. Like, I think it's gonna be a lot of mistakes. There's gonna be a lot of weird. And the thing is, the difference in America and Europe is like the events that have happened here. It's like, oh well, you know. Um, they're kind of letting things go by. I feel like in Europe, they're a lot more strict about things they see on TV that are like violations of like the codes they're supposed to be following, like the distancing, some people wearing masks, some, I think that stuff is of a bigger focus over there because they, the rest of the world took this seriously and we didn't, other than Brazil, like took this seriously and we kind of did, especially Europe, like Europe, after things got rolling, like a lot of areas like, like France and stuff, they got really, got really serious about these operations. But it also goes on like you said earlier. France was like, we're not doing this. Like, we were serious about it. We did a military shutdown, and we're not going to have a league. Like, sorry. Spain, other other reasons stemming from health, maybe more like monetary and, 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 and issues with money, they're truly trying to get it cracking probably. They probably like, we need this. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine if some player is, like, playing and he just, like, gets fatigued and just, like, passes out on the pitch, dog? Like like, like the ones you see back in the day, like, video players are getting a heart attack. They're going to automatically – everybody's going to lose it. Like, Yeah, all the play because because I'm just thinking of the players, too. really bad. Yeah, you're – Really bad, dude. And you're laughing. That, that'd be that'd be terrible. And you're laughing. Um, oh man, that's bad. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, anyway, that that's La Liga. Um, go, let's go to Syria. Syria has agreed on a June 13th resumption, one what? month from now. Italy got smacked up the hardest out of anybody. They're like, "Yo, we're ready to go in June." <laughs> well, okay, so the. All 20 clubs in the top flight agreed to a June 13th uh, resumption. The return is subject to government approval, though. Mm-hmm. Um, the teams are already planning on a full return to training on May 18th. 
but uh, which following government approval of the league's medical protocol. Um, individual sessions have already taken place. Um, let me let me see this right here. Oh, and Syria said that the clubs had also called on the broadcasting rights holders to respect the payment deadline set out in the contracts in order to maintain a constructive relationship with them. Basically like, hey man, we still need that broadcasting money. Please don't play with us. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Hey uh, uh, man, pay up. Yeah, yeah. They're like, I mean, because you can imagine like a broadcaster being like, well, damn dog, these, these games might not be having no fans. Like there might not be as much interest. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't really, like, the advertising stuff, like, the money is, like, a lot lower right now. So, it might be like, hey, man, like, we're not, be, we're not trying to play, pay Spall, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, like we're not trying to pay. We're not man. trying to give money to, to uh, uh, Baloney FC. Yeah, like, Benedetto, like, nah, we're good. Benedetto, <laughs> <laughs> definitely not trying to get Breska any money so like what's what's really going on here yeah like yeah seriously especially Brescia um so yeah I mean Italy is saying that they're they're gonna come back um yeah they're, they're, they're with it what's the name um Liga but but even with that even with Syria like it's still subject to like a government um like government can still cancel it you know what I mean and I just feel like there might just be so much in place, like when it comes to a match where the government just be like, you know what, like, it's not worth it. Like we're going to have to make sure that nobody's crowding around like different bars, trying to watch the matches. Like it just might end up not being worth it, Mm. but we'll see. Because we'll see. I mean, I I really, I think they're going to run it. I just don't think it's going to go right or smooth. I just think that some places are going to have issues. Big time. Um, Liga, obviously Liga has, has, has been canceled and they doled out the trophy to PSG, but that also meant that the teams, Asterisk. the teams that were in that, in those, you know, it's funny. Like I haven't seen any of the PSG players like, like celebrating the, celebrating the trophy either. You know, they just like, haven't brought it up. Yeah. And, and at the same time, like you, you know, the dudes is like competitors, like, it just feels kind of weird, right? Like, yeah, like, like, hey, we won, man. Like, like that's kind really. of sus. Because if I, even if I won, or if I was a team that didn't win, I'd be like, that's I'm not celebrating that joint. Yeah. So they, so obviously they gave the, right now. <laughs> they gave the title, they gave the title PSG, and they also wherever the teams were in the rankings, they gave them the Champions League spots, which in turn makes the teams at the bottom get relegated. Oh my so, god. So Emion is starting legal proceedings. After they've been relegated, um, Good. yeah, they're saying that that's not fair, and um, we made it back in you, Amion. Like that's not right, dude. Yeah, their 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 club president has said that we find this decision that we find this decision goes against sporting fairness. The decision is a punishment from the league. It is unjust, um, and it's a cop out. It's, it's a just, cop out. Yeah, I me like apart from it not being fair, not being just, and and especially like we said, it only benefits the team at the top. It's for the other eighty percent of the other other what is it the other fifteen spots or fourteen spots, you get kind of effed. You get played only because the league was being lazy in logistics. They're being lazy. They didn't want to. They didn't want to look at the proper procedures. I believe. I believe they could have done a better job of trying to organize something like I, I playing. And anything, just any kind of structure. I don't feel like that's that was the fair result in this. Well, and especially to to if other leagues 
other if other places are at least making a conservative effort to dish out ideas, for you to be the first one to drop the axe like that, I don't think that's right. Look at MAGA. Look at MAGA has C's over here talking about open, <laughs> liberate France. <laughs> yeah, liberate France. <laughs> this dude talking about liberate France. Let the players play. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. You sounded like any Aluko right now. But anyway, no. So the club, the club's lawyer, has said. Um, he said, we're not contesting the decision to stop the season. He said, that is not really the object of these proceedings. It would be a bit inappropriate. He said, however, we are contesting, what we are contesting are the consequences of the of the decisions that were taken. So I think, like, I think most people agree, like, stopping the season was a good thing. Um, you know, the players don't want to be put at risk. And honestly, I feel like if they started the season back up, there might have been a lot of players that's just like, nah, I'm not going to do that. You know, I'm not going to put my life at risk or my family. But um, at the same time, like, I think this club is like, yeah, we're down for you to stop the season. We agree. But, like, it shouldn't be that we got to get relegated because of that. Yeah, they should at least, like, did something to, like, nullify the season and let's start over again. Because it just didn't seem right to dish out awards and basically punishments. Yeah, like, and even even they gave uh, like it isn't sporting because when it comes to punishment, you, they have the, like the they have like the right to like try to like get it cracking, and if they can't, don't like punish them for it. it's not their fault that they're in the bottom tier and there's games left and they shut everything down. Yeah, and they even gave the Pachichi to Mbappe. <laughs> ah! <laughs> yeah, and and the temporary the, the short shortened Pachichi. And so he was I get him and Wissam Ben Yedder had the same amount of goals. I want to say it was eighteen, but Wissam Ben Yedder had more penalties. And so they gave it to Mbappe because of that. And Mbappe was like, nah, like we should share it. You know, that's not fair. Because <laughs> Mbappe is like, I wish I have, I wish I was taking penalties. <laughs> um yeah. got this fool Neymar and Cavani ahead of me to take penalties. Probably Di Maria too. Um, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> uh, but yeah, okay, so I mean I'm suing somebody. It didn't say exactly who they're suing. I don't know. Maybe they're suing the whole damn government. Anyway, speaking of, <laughs> speaking of... I mean, like, just right on the thing, uh, Amion versus the government. <laughs> no, Amion versus whole damn government. <laughs> <laughs> the people versus the whole damn government. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe even the European Union. Don't play with me. <laughs> <laughs> European Union, say something. <laughs> yeah. um, speaking of Portugal, you were talking about Portugal earlier. Portugal was not hit very hard by the virus. They are planning on returning June 4th. Um, they, they suspended the league on March 12th, but the Prime Minister, Antonio Costa, has, um, he, last month he said he gave the go-ahead for the league to resume behind closed doors on May 30th, actually, but then they're just, they're going to start on June 4th. Um, yeah, I guess they, they, talked with their directorate general of health and said that it's good to go. Um, Damn. What does it say? Uh, well, shit. I mean, they, they said that there was 28,000 confirmed cases in Portugal and about 1,100 deaths. Shoot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's not hit hard. <laughs> But I mean, I actually looked it up and I was like reading about coronavirus in Portugal like some days ago. And they were saying that it didn't really get as bad there. And I think part of it is because like there's not so much travel in and out. I thought I would have a 
high elderly population too, though. Yeah, and, and I, I would imagine maybe the of those eleven hundred is probably like much older people. Yeah, because I know that I remember like something about them having a high elderly. I remember reading about that sometimes. I mean, the whole Europe does. Um, so yeah, they're starting June fourth. So we got a, a couple of June thirteenth, June fourteenth, and a, and a June. So June we're back home. Uh, is, Will we really be doing our first game recap in June? Well, no, we could be doing our first game recaps next episode because Germany is supposed to be starting this oh, week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bundesliga. Bundesliga apparently is starting this weekend. We're about to be watching some RB Leipzig versus Frankfurt. BVB, well, the, the big derby is on Saturday, BVB versus Schalke. And, um, oh, man, that's fun. <laughs> Bayern is playing Union Berlin on uh, God's Earth is striker for Schalke right now. I don't even know anymore. That used to be the thing. Schalke used to be cracking back in the day. Schalke used to have Leroy Sané serving up Real Madrid. That was the one time you watched him. I'm glad you remember that one game. Um, <laughs> I was like, who is this little light-skinned dude with the fro? Yeah, He's a thing. Right on home. Hmm. Oh, to Bayern? Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's confirmed yet. but um, He should go to Bayern. No, that'd be boring. Um, I mean, I'm not going to watch him anyways. I don't care what team he goes in Germany. They're saying that um, – they're going to play the games behind closed doors. Hmm. Although there has been some, um, I guess uh, the, the, who's this guy? The owner, I guess of uh, Dusseldorf saying that, that some people are a little bit nervous. Um, and apparently there's been some positive tests. I think it was uh, Cologne had three people tested positive a couple of weeks ago. And then in the second division, Dinamo Dresden, they put their oh, whole yeah, yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, they put their whole squad and coaching staff in a two week uh isolation after two players tested positive. Um, I guess every Bundesliga team has been in quarantine going from a hotel to the training ground uh for this week leading up to this weekend's return. Hmm. So yeah, they're doing a lot to try to bring it back. Um hopefully it works. I mean Man, I, it's still just like, is it really going to work out? Because it's just like, if you're, if you're, you know, you have a weekend of games and then like three players come back with a positive test, I can imagine as a player, you're like, I'm not tr- like, you're going to, you might be like, okay, well, they probably got it from somebody around here. I don't want to be the one to get it. You know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah, no, no, it makes, it makes a good point. <sighs> I, I guess when it comes to stuff like that, and even just opening things up, it's just I guess you just gotta wait and see what happens. Um, these other re- these other places like like Germany, you know, Germany says that they had really good health and things going on, or were, they handled it very well. It'd be interesting to see how how that how like that progresses. I really hope there's no new cases. I hope that it runs smoothly. Caesar, you want them to sacrifice their lives for your entertainment? I didn't say any of this. <laughs> I mean, they already gave you dates they're gonna open. What am I gonna tell them? No. These are yo ass. Want to control them? I don't. I don't have a say so on what they do. I'm a man in, in America, allegedly. Caesar, maybe yeah. an American uh, colony, Ter- territory. Like, yeah, Ter- <laughs> colony. You you watched that whole UFC event last last weekend, and you got turned up. You excited for some sports? You like no, nah, y'all? Open up. Really not. <laughs> Did you have to sign that waiver that the UFC uh, sports sports are like one of the lowest things I could really lose my mind over watching right now. Okay, you need to relax right now. I'd rather go outside and, and go play some sports. I want to. I want to play a sport rather than watch a sport right now. Can you email Kim, please? I don't think we can do organized sports outside. 
Um, I don't know. We can do some kick the ball back and forth. <laughs> what, what's the point of that? Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. Pass. I'm joking. Relax. You over here. got a long pass. <laughs> okay. So the biggest league, EPL, the, pre- the Premier League could resume behind closed doors starting June 1st. The Prem? After the UK government set on a roadmap to emerge from coronavirus lockdown measures on Monday, it was a 50-page document, um, and they mentioned that they could come back June 1st, potentially. Um, football, it's saying football will only be allowed to return if the governing body can set on a pathway that satisfies ministers and health professionals. Um, I guess there's 92 fixtures still to be played in total, with, with a lot of clubs are back on the training grounds and stuff. Um, but they're observing some social distancing issues. Um, mm. I like. I just. I don't. They're 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 kind of going back and forth about the fans being at the at the stadium. I honestly don't think. I, I'm going to go ahead and say it like this. I don't think that they should have any fans at any stadium. No fans, please. No fans. None. I don't even want to see fans in 2021. Better yeah. let that shit ride out for a whole nother year, please. You said it not even in 2021? No. No fans, please. I don't want fans in attendance. Jeez. No, dog. Until this is, unless, unless we have a vaccine, of course, my dad. But no, nah, man, don't, don't take no risks like that. Oh, you take you that. You've got to be able to test every single fan, like 20K people, 100K people. You, you taking that vaccine? If a vaccine comes out, me? Yeah. No, I want everybody, everybody else around me to take it. Then I'm good. <laughs> I ain't taking no vaccine. You think I'm crazy? You ain't seen the one on my arm. I'm an immigrant. I'm good. It's too stupid. I ain't taking no goddamn vaccine. Bet y'all bet right now. <laughs> Can you relax? Let that be known. Y'all better take vaccines around me. <laughs> Can you say if you're joking or not? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, okay, yeah, so, <laughs> so, so they're talking about resuming the league. Um I guess they also had this thing called Project Restart, talking about maybe resuming on June 12th. Um, but your boy, oh, and, and as of May 11th, a couple of days ago, about 32,000 people have died in the UK. Um, but your boy, Danny Rose, said that football shouldn't even be spoken about until the numbers have dropped massively. People's lives are at risk. Um, he was talking with some guy uh, on Instagram live or something like that. And he was saying that, um, what was he saying? Did they, that was that all he said? He, he said he had another quote too, but apparently Kunaguero has said that he's a little bit, um, iffy about it. He said that some players are scared. I think we mentioned that before. Um, Raheem Sterling said the moment we do go back, it just needs to be a moment where it's not just for footballing reasons. It's safe for not just us footballers, but the whole medical staff and the referees. He said, I feel like once that side of the people's safety and the player safety is secured and their well-being is looked after, then it's the right time to go back in. Until then, I'm not scared, but reserved and thinking about thinking what the worst outcome could be. Um, <clears throat> he's saying that you got to be wise and take care of yourself and those around you. So it seems like he's a little bit iffy about the restart. And apparently, the the mayor of London also has said, uh, "What's his name? Sadiq uh, Sadiq Khan." 
He said it's too early to discuss resuming the Premier League and top flight sport in the capital. He said it can only happen when it's safe to do so, and it cannot place any extra burden on the National Health Services and their emergency services. So, yeah, I mean, EPL, like, it seems that there are parties that are interested in starting it back, but it seems like, like, I haven't seen any players saying, like, yo, let's get it. Like, I have not seen any player come out and say, I want to get back to playing. Me either. I haven't really seen, um, especially in soccer, in soccer, I haven't seen anybody talk about, oh, we want to get back out there, whatever. Like, I've heard rumors about other sports about players talking about, it, but I've never seen public uh, from their own verified own representatives saying, we want to get back out there by any means necessary. I haven't heard any of that. I have not heard of that. I don't think that's a wise stance to take, too, in a, in a public eye. Media and other and, and corporate and famous people can kind of say whatever the hell they want, but when it comes like the players and stuff like that, they're not allowed to take a stance like that. Well, I mean the play. I mean, I feel like just, just, like I'm, just I'm not saying not a lot. I'm just saying like you know, like it's just it's not a good look. Well, I'm just saying just just like there's players saying like you know we got to be careful. If there there could easily be a player saying like yo like it, it's 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 fine now. Like come on, let's get out there. We'll just play with no fans. The player can feel like that, but I think that that would be seen as a controversial. So I don't know if a player's gonna really do that. Yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, it is like your stance to be like, I just want to kick a ball and care who's dying. Like, damn. Man. <laughs> well, there's a lot of people in America saying shit like that. <laughs> well, Americans is going hard right now. Americans is definitely, definitely lit about it. I think I seen you at one of them protests with a damn American "Don't tread on me" flag. <laughs> I definitely didn't do that. I mean, I mean, at this point, a protest sounds fun. I'm bored. <laughs> That'd be a blast to go to protest. Be a fake, fake part of it, just walking around in the back. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of people here. It's cool. <laughs> they seem like. <right. laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it is interesting to see. Like, I mean, I never really thought about it that there there hasn't been any player. I mean, not even any of the leagues that been like, yeah, you know, like I'd be kind of down to get it started in June second or first. I mean, maybe that's also why I'm a little bit skeptical of the league starting because. Not that it's not feasible, but I'm just like, man, like it just seems like it'll be so difficult to do it. Like it'll just be so much to prepare for. There's so many moving parts that it just might be better to just be like, you know what, we'll start back next season. <laughs> if, that, if that does happen, I mean, damn, all the French league players are going to just be like, mm, yeah, see, <laughs> we had a way. I mean, it's not much That's of a tell, You know, they're going to be like, oh, we want to make an appeal, blah, 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 blah. That's not fair that they opened up and we didn't. And then if it goes wrong, they'll be like, see, that's why we closed the league. Told y'all. That's why we didn't do this. More drama. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it'll. I mean, either way, it'll be exciting to, to watch soccer again. I mean, I, I feel like I just haven't watched in so long. Like, if MLS was going, I'd be like, let's go. Oh, yeah. I meant to look up MLS. Um, How are they doing? <laughs> for They're real, really playing man, Miami Stadium. <laughs> I mean, MLS supposed to be playing right now too. Um, you know, you know, MLS was so happy they finally opened up a Florida team right right now. Like, like, whew. Well, because I did see something about Orlando, but let me let me like look at this. Um, okay, so l- let me just look at this really fast because this is just happened today. I want to say this article. It's mm-hmm. saying MLS plan to return to play during this pandemic is solidifying. With the league proposing a summer tournament in Florida involving all 26 teams. How the hell does MLS have 26 teams? That's insane. 20 
six. That's so dumb. That's like the definition of oversized classrooms. Like, what? How do you have uh, seventy kids in one class and one teacher? That's what MLS is. There's way too much going on in one place. And like, so, yeah, we should expand to a super league. What? <laughs> um, so this proposal calls for players and coaches to head to the ESPN Wild Water Wild World of Sports Complex in Orlando to begin training on June first, and then um, matches begin three or four weeks later. It'd be way cooler if MLS got rid of, like, 15 of those teams. Actually, it's probably not even enough. Get rid of 20 of them <laughs> and just do a 16, 16 versus 16 Mexico-USA game. That's it. Just, like, a league like that. That'd be fun. That'd be better. Tw- six Mexico teams versus six American teams every year as a league is better than 26 MLS teams, dude. Insane. Uh, and like, you don't even have enough talent to do that. You don't have enough talent for that. At all. If you, if you were, like, if you were, like, France or something, yeah, y'all can run deep. I mean, there's so much so much talent all tiers. Like, like America, though? What <laughs> the hell? I, don't, I can't name you three players right now on Columbus crew. I think, I think Jesse's artist is still there. One? Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is is Higuain's brother there still? I think he's still there. There you go. Higuain. Oh, dog. It's been a minute. Hey, give me one more then. Oh, there's some like left back or something. Oh, man. Um, he's like some African. What? He's like some African dude or something. <laughs> oh, like. Uh, I forgot his name, though. Fareed or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. MLS team should be recruiting Isaac success. That would be a good-ass MLS play. That guy would be killing the league. That's, that's one of the best non-turnout players ever. That's what I like to see. Granada legend. Granada um, goon. Went to Watford. Disappeared. So apparently they're saying that some teams have been doing, like, voluntary individual workouts. Um, but some teams are not allowed to do that yet. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I guess MLS is trying to come back on, in June as well. But, yeah, we'll see what happens with these leagues. I mean, I'm really at this point I'm leaning more towards the side that they just won't come back. They'll just cancel the season and try to just come back in August. It's, yeah, it's different if you're just a team with seasons. And, like, if you're – you might as well just, like – it is a better, much better approach to just cancel in terms – and, like, but not give awards. Like, cancel, nullify, and resume things in August. Like, you know, like, or something. Like, they could even have done something where they're like, look, we're going to start – we're going to just reduce the games. We're going to do August or whatever or just anything, like maybe make it more games or whatever teams want to – they could have done, like, August and be like, yo, we're going to do August, but we're going to give you guys five subs. And yeah. we're just going to – we're going to we're gonna make this a longer season, you know, like uh, still ending in May but starting in August. They could do anything. But this approach – Yeah, I just, I just feel like, yeah, maybe, like, just start the league over from August – Maybe just let the teams that were in Champions League last season be in the Champions League this season. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just let just just kind of start over Champions League. Like if you were if you made it last year, at least at least if you're gonna do like some kind of tournament, like I said, at least the teams that are in right now, let that finish, and then for Champions League, let don't nullify. Let the same positions that were last season start again in Champions League again. Like like the Champions League teams, like let them just like do it all over again, the, like the teams that were in group stage. That's literally exactly what I just said. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm agreeing with that. No, because you weren't listening. Exactly. So I'm agreeing with that. <laughs> anyway, um, 
So let's get into Annie Aluko. I guess you've never heard of her, but she was kind of prominent. Um, I remember hearing about her because a few years ago, she had some issue with uh, the England coach at the time, Mark Sampson. And I remember that story. She was saying that there was racism on England team and she was getting bullied. And I guess at some point the English FA did agree and like publicly apologize. Yeah. But she was like, she wasn't getting called up for England, England anymore. And she had a bunch of caps apparently. Um, but then I guess there was some stuff about her having a bad attitude. Who knows what was going on with that exactly. But I remember that story. <clears throat> then I remember her coming out and like writing for the guardian. And a lot of times I would reference her articles cause she would write about racism and stuff. Um, and, and, and write about it in depth. She would talk about um, players taking legal action and, you know, really going into like in depth about racism in football and very articulate, very intelligent woman. Um, and, and obviously on the, we made it, Twitter, I would follow the woman, uh, what is her name, Shireen Ahmed, and, like, the other women's football podcasts, and, like, they would also reference her, too. And maybe she's been on there before, I can't remember. But just um, a lo- the other day, she was she was on Twitter. <laughs> I'm going to, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Since since her, she was playing at Juve, the, I think that's the last team she played for then she retired and now she's the sporting director for the Aston Villa women's team. Now she is. Um, mm. So the other, the other day she was criticizing the, the, uh, the, the furlough system that they have in the UK right now. So basically what they're doing in the UK is that employees put on leave, receive 80% of their monthly wages up to a limit of 2,500 pounds a month. Um, and they've extended that until October. She said that, um, are they, did they got the whole tweet? Um, she actually ended up deleting these tweets, but um, she said that the in a series of tweets that the furlough system is needed, but it has created a culture of do-nothing entitlement. Oh, my. And then um, she was replying to somebody who said something to her she said well unfortunately death is a daily occurrence in all parts of the world before the crisis when people were dying in other parts of the world before this crisis did you stop working probably not huh Uh, yeah in another tweet she said i think you are naive to think that the to think there will be people not absolutely chuffed that they are being paid until october to not go to work at jobs they hate anyway whoa that was interesting. Um, uh, so, uh, um, um, uh, a Chelsea uh, – is she a Chelsea player? Blues? Who's the Blues? Chelsea? Yeah. Um, a Chelsea player, a, a, a woman on the Chelsea women's team, she said, let's clear facts. Anyone who is on furlough has been put there not by choice. There is an unprecedented global pandemic. Thousands are dying. These people are not lazy or, or scrounges. Another uh, All right, English people. Yeah. They're in fear for their safety, family, friends, loved ones, and their income. Um, she added this woman, her name is Bethany England. Interesting. She said, may I remind people to look in the mirror and appreciate the fortunate position they're in before blaming, blaming and shaming those who work their backsides off daily and are now left in a position where they just want to keep themselves and family safe. Have a good night, everyone. 
Then Aluko responded to that. Oh. Though this woman Beth did not at her, she Aluko said, "You should have added me, Beth." Oh. <laughs> no problem. Should have added me, Beth. Yeah. What F? Beth. Beth. She said, "You should have added me, Beth." No problem, though. I'll come to you. <laughs> I, did, I didn't use the word lazy or scrounge as you did. I've always supported furlough. Not sure. Not sure of the benefits for all long term. By the way, thousands die every day in countries that don't have furlough as an option. Perspective. Um, perspective. Just because you say the word perspective doesn't mean it's perspective. True. And also, it kind of reminds me of in Paid in Full when uh, Cameron's uh, character uh, said to, uh, was it Rich? I can't remember when he said, I'm not going to say the, the word that he starts it off with. He says N words, but I'll just say brothers. He's like, brothers get shot every day, B. <laughs> um, like, the, like, sir, that, that that is a statement that's true, but it's a generality that has nothing to do with what's going on now. Yeah, like, like Aluko's like, kind of saying, like, like, yo, like, people die every day, B. Like, like if, you said, if you said, like, yeah, we should do something about seatbelts. Why? I mean, people die from car accidents all the time. People yeah. just we don't need seatbelts. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, it, it, like it, it's just weird. Like, and like I said earlier, the word perspective doesn't mean anything. And it doesn't mean you had any perspective on this. It doesn't give a perspective perspective. And what you said made no sense. So don't say the word perspective. That's like only facts. I'm like, you, yeah. didn't, you didn't say a fact though. <laughs> yeah. um, another, another uh, former women's player. I don't know if she's, yeah, I guess she's former. Her name is Jessica Fishlock. She's from Wales. She said, imagine thinking people on furlough are lazy. Imagine. We are asking them to stay home to save lives. In what world are they lazy? Over 50,000 people have died on, on a little island. I can't. And she did this emoji. Um, I mean, she did start off with imagine, wasn't it? Like, like she already knew that the emoji is going to come in that sentence. I can respect yeah. it. But I guess this morning, Aluko apologized for any offense that she caused. She said, opening up my tweets this morning to say sorry for any offense caused by any of my tweets on furlough last night. The tweets that seem to have upset people the most have been deleted. I have no interest in being a, a source of further public upset. She added, no general, generalizations or widespread offense was intended. Just a personal opinion on the future economy in this crisis. This account will now be private. <laughs> and views as always remain my own. That's kind of whack. But, You're so, out that. so it's interesting because she was talking about the economy when she said that. And I was like, well, damn, you used to be uh, out here, you know, talking about racism and stuff and what's going on in society. Then when I was looking up her a little bit more, turns out that she supports the Tories in the UK. She's uh... like, Boris Johnson support. Okay, actually, let me let me not... I don't know if she supports Boris Johnson, but she is a conservative party member in the UK. So I'm like, well, you probably have been listening to the damn conservatives here and then looking at these protests. They're like, damn, I wish I could be there. I wish I could be turning up Hinton Beach right now. And also it's like, okay, it's kind of, it's a little bit whack to me that like while you were a player, you were talking about racism and all these things wrong with society. But now you're like a front, a front office person. And now you're like, well, what about the money? You know what happens. What about the money now that you're in the front office? <laughs> I can't really see because the beach behind you, because that window. <laughs> Man. <laughs> it's just funny to me. Like, that, 
I, I, what I don't understand, what I don't understand about any of this is something's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. People are dying. People can get sick. It's a danger. The government tells people not to work. They say, y'all can't go to work. Stay home. Because? Because of the pandemic that's going on. People are dying. Yes. But then people want to go, oh, no, 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 no. Like, don't give the public money. Like, no, 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 no. That's bad for the economy. What's going on here? So you tell people not to go make an income, but at the same time, they can't get paid? Like... I don't understand the stance you're taking. You can either fake that you don't care about lives or you can pick about the economy. So you got to pick a lane here. And if your lane is that you don't care about people's deaths and you don't, and you don't want people to get paid, then you say it. You just want, you just say it and say you want, you say you want demolition. Say you want apocalypse and you're down for it. Just say, because I, I would much rather respect someone to be like, look, honestly, we ain't been behaving good as humans in a minute. We need to just be eradicated for a bit. I'm like, you're insane, but I can respect. That's a stance. What you're doing is some of these conservative stances. No offense to conservatives, I guess, are just corny to me. Like it's corny to me out here, dude. Like there's people like that are serious. Like there's people that are seriously getting affected by this. If you're able to do things in a safe procedure, fine. If it's safe, fine. But like choosing to direct your energy towards not giving aid to people that are literally not able to go to work. What's the benefit in that? I don't get it. Yeah. And it's only the people seemingly that are making really good in life. So it sounds like they're just don't want to get taxed more or something. I don't know what's going on with their issues. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just kind of whack because like you think about the malls right now, like imagine, you know what I'm saying? You started working at H and M when you were 16 and now you're like 25 and you're the manager at H and M. And then you got to go home. Like it's over. Like you cannot yeah, go to work. All these places that are considering closing. Like, yeah, and and, and they can't, literally can't afford to stay afloat. <laughs> yeah, and then like some part, like you are forced to go home, and then somebody is saying like, somebody is assuming that because you were forced to go home, you're gonna become a what is it? What is it, a scrounge? You're like, gonna be a scrounger. Yeah, like you're gonna become lazy and entitled. Well, you know who's lazy and entitled? The people that sit on their ass all day and make millions of dollars off, literally off the public's back and scheming and, 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 and uh, lying to people. There's so, rich people that literally have uh, passive income. Yeah. They just make income off merch, off, off something that they don't touch or even, even see. They make income off of sales. Or some people have income off of the toilet paper money they bought stocks into, whatever whatever they did. The 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 ninety nine percent of the planet doesn't have that option. Yeah, and when you tell majority of those people they can't work, or whatever, like, and th- th- they're calling them lazy because they want to get money because they're not they can't go to work and supply for their families. Like, what the hell are you doing? How are you gonna attack people that literally had nothing to do with this? All this started happening because all what's going on with some people that are above the regular folks. It wasn't among us that were just chilling and we did this to ourselves. Like no one opened up accidentally. No one, no regular person on the beach accidentally opened up Pandora's box. That's not what happened. Okay. No. no. This is all some people that were much more powerful than us and stuff going on that we had no idea about. We're we end up being the victims because we're all the ones that are dying out here. And then we get sent home not to work too. And then we also got to be like, no, y'all lazy. (laughs) We didn't choose this shit, man. Yeah, exactly. Like they, like the regular people didn't make these decisions. And also goddamn, 
the regular people ain't the ones out here making the decision to not have, well, I mean, I can't necessarily speak for the UK. What, what kind of though? Mm. We're not the ones making the decisions to have worldwide enemies and oh, skeptical and, oh man, what are they doing over there? If it was up to a regular person, they'll be like, why don't we all work together? And then when these things naturally occur, we can work together as a world to be like, look, there's only 200 something uh, countries in the world. You can get 200 people in a room and figure some shit out. But these fools in offices around the world want to be insecure, hating each other and being just weirdos when it would be very easy to be like, hey, how do we make you don't even need to have all 200 in there. Half of them don't matter. <laughs> we won't you say can, which ones, but you know who you are. <laughs> it's probably that one in the background where you got. <laughs> hey man, no, the natives are gonna hear you, dog. Damn, chill out. Like, we, like if it was up to regular people, we'll just be like, "Yo, let's all work together to see how we can mitigate this." It wouldn't just be Taiwan and South Korea having it under control in a few days. It would be the whole world. But we got to have idiots in office. And we don't want to, we, no, we got to make sure that we get the the patent on this so we can make the money. I don't know what the hell Inia Luko is talking about. It seemed like she used to be about the people. And it seemed like she kind of sold us out. It was, she, was only, she was only about the people when it became personal benefit out of it. Well, she was personally, personally victimized in the situation when she was personally attacked. That's one of the biggest issues surrounding this. I don't. We don't want to get too into this because I've heard people get stuff pulled off the internet because when they talk about this, thanks to Google and Twitch and Amazon. <laughs> so, um, a lot of people only don't feel like it doesn't matter. It's not important because they're not direct victims of it because someone in their life hasn't been affected or died of it or whatever because they're looking at people's statistic, a percentage of something bigger. What's the bad part you're about to say? There's no bad part. The issue is just <laughs> it, it's just it's it's not right because people are more than statistic. One person dying out of fear in a million, that's a person that didn't have to die because this. That that wasn't they, they they had that they had the rights their life taken away from them because some uh, people wanna play wanna play uh, a schoolyard bully at, at over over at, at the countrywide scale. Some person died, uh, unnecessarily had to die. Someone had to lose a job. Someone had to, to suffer from this. And that's that's not right. So you are, as a government, due to pay people and help them get along until things get fixed because y'all messed this up. We didn't. And also... I was chilling at the crib. I didn't start nothing here. Also, it's the people that pay you. Yeah. So now it's time to give back. Yeah. It's just like car insurance. Hey, I'm paying this... My car's wrecked. Go fix it, okay? I pay for this service. <laughs> fix yeah. it. Don't be trying to give me the runaround now. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't gotta. I don't get to give you the runaround when you ask for that money. I don't get to give you the runaround. No, I don't gotta be like, why well, I gotta give you nine percent of this? What are, yeah. what are you gonna do with this nine percent? Yeah. What are you do with this tax money? I never say that. Mm-mm. I just give it to you. I wish I could. I wish I could be like, hold up. You build a what? Of course. <laughs> You said it how, <laughs> you said it how much to who? <laughs> what country was that? <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. What 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 C? What what country is starting start next to? It better not be one start with M. <laughs> it better not be starting with an I over there in the Near East. Uh better not be real. <laughs> oh, oh! <laughs> 
Is it real? Is it? <laughs> is it? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm at the beach. <laughs> anyway, yeah, she, she's whack for that, but whatever. Um, anyway, let's get into some more lighter stuff before we get to the more real stuff. Your boy Christian Pulisic, man, I wish he did not expose this. Mm. He's talking about uh, his start of, start of his career at Chelsea. So he tells the whole story. So basically what happened was um, they agreed to the deal in January and then he went in the summer. Mm. Um, So he said that it was all pretty crazy. He said, he said, I had to fly straight from my summer break right after the gold cup. I had one week off and I didn't really get a summer. He said the team had already started preseason in Japan. Chelsea did. So he said, so I flew straight to Japan had to literally fly by myself, then meet the team who had flown from London. He said, I had to go straight to the hotel, and the next thing on the schedule was to go straight to training. He said, I was tired, nervous, and didn't know what to think, except for, like, I'm at Chelsea, and this is insane. (laughs) He he said, I got on the bus. They had all just arrived. He said, like, everyone was half asleep. He said, I go and sit on the bus, and nobody even noticed me. He said, nobody even said – nobody said anything – there were one, maybe one or two guys who said, hey, hello. And I was like, what's going on here? He said, those first couple of days of training, I was a bit nervous. You know, like, you know how it's like when you move to a new team. Um, he said, they're nice guys off the field, but to earn that respect, you have to show on the field that you have ability. And that's just how it is. Um, he said, I had to go in on day three when I really had a good training, scored some goals, had some nice plays and assists. And then I felt the guys coming and talk to me and getting their respect. He said, it's interesting how it works, but they've been really great guys and I've enjoyed it. And I was like, damn dog. Like they did not respect your BBB career at all. Man. <laughs> I'm like, rewind. Huh? What's up? Rewind. They didn't respect your BBB career. Heck, the only person that was talking so good about it was 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 Fox and NBC coverage. Those only ones that were high fiving his four goals a year performance. Well, good for you, bud. You really killed it when you're when you're one goal and two assists this season. We're we can't wait to give you eighty million dollars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then his last season definitely. Uh, what's his name? J. Don Sancho took his took his spot. Yeah, they, they were they were like, "Can you play fullback?" He's like, hey, "Get out of here, Tim." <laughs> Yeah, like I'm sorry. They're like, yo, you play for America. You lost to Haiti. Uh, it's just not. We're not gonna look into. <laughs> not excited. Right direction for you to play. <laughs> yeah, and also then I was like, damn. Dog. Well, I wonder if it's a little bit of the anti-American thing. Like, I wonder. I'm dead ass. Of course. Uh, uh, let's keep. I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna do this because it's getting a little. It might. I feel like I, it might be a little racist to do this kind of. No, be racist. It, you know, America. British people hate Americans, dog. They don't get down with them. This, they, they don't get down. So you know when he came over there, rightfully so, they were like, mm, hey, dog. But there's not that many British people on the team, though. Huh? There's not that many British people on the team. I don't know about that. They might, if they're doing if they, no, no. If they're doing the the preseason tour, usually they have like a lot more. They have like a lot more of the younger guys and stuff like that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The, the main dudes usually on those preseason tours. Well, you know who the dude the that, games in Japan they don't have like the full. Crack roster, like if they do the, there's there's usually a lot of other players who are just trying to get their spots in. Well, the, and the staff and stuff like that. The uh, the dude who took his spot was probably the one that was hating the most, Mason Mount, who literally like they're the same guy. Well, but, Mason Mount was like, 
why did they even get you? Yeah, like for real. Like, well, they got me for like 10 mil. Well, I think Kirby County. Why were you here for 80? You don't even do look, man. It like I don't feel all the way bad for him. I don't in, I don't, in this in this sense. I feel bad for him at all. You got paid, right? You came into the situation. Their approach is this. We want to see why this they we want to see why they did this. Because it's going to waste everybody's time if I come start kissing your feet when you ain't done nothing yet for it. Like, nothing. I can respect that approach more, especially when it's not like it's not like he came from a decorated year in Germany, okay? No. He didn't have a, an incredible year. He wasn't balling. Because when you come in from a place balling and they've played against you, like especially if there was games where BV Chelsea played and they were seeing him just get off, mm-hmm. then you'd be like, hey, man. Well, glad to have you here, man. Like, we're, we're a vital part of the team. Like, welcome aboard. That, that's the approach. But when you kind of – you lost your spot. Like, literally, you lost your spot. You lost your seat on the bus. What? Like, you kind of got to earn that, dog. And 80 mil or 70 mil uh, uh, payment to, like, bring you over, people go, what the hell? All right, like, uh, let's see what he's about. The two days, three days where you finally got off in your game and you got love, see, that shows, like – you earn the respect. That's how it. That's how it be with me too. I might feel the type of way he came in, but then if I see a practice putting in work, hey man, welcome aboard. Like, what? That's how it is. It's like earning your stripes. I can respect that approach. I have no issue with that approach. Yeah, I mean, Mason Mount probably was like, "Well, damn, Doug, I was grinding it out in the second division in Derby County, son. <laughs> you are playing in the first division." I mean, Mason Mount's like, "We're literally cousins. I don't know why you, you act like you're better than me. We got the same genes." Mason Mount was probably mad. Like, "Well, damn, dog, like." I, I'm from – Mason Mount's probably like, look, I'm from England. For us, we don't get to be going – well, I guess Jadon Sancho did, but, like, he's like, most of us don't really be getting to leave. We got to go grind it out in the, in the championship. England has a certain amount of international spots that requires a team, like, right? No, no, I'm saying, like – but uh, No, I'm saying, like, don't they? Don't they? I'm not sure, but, but, like, a lot of the young players don't be getting to go play for other teams that play in Champions League. That's not very common what's his name? Jadon Sancho. That's kind of rare to see like an English player playing abroad for a game. I just think, yeah, English player abroad in general is rare. Yeah. So like Mason Mount probably like, damn dog, you're lucky. You come from a garbage ass country and you got to go play in Germany, be playing Champions League, all this other stuff. That's cool. I had to grind it out in the championship playing against 35 year olds. That's bald and mean. Yeah. I had Wayne Rooney on my team just being hella rude. <laughs> yeah. So he's probably like, well, damn, and he, he's – but obviously Mason Mount has been on Chelsea. He's been loaned out um, these past couple seasons. But he's probably looking at Mason uh, Pulisic like, nigga, I'm, I'm, I'm just as good as you. Did, did that come across? <laughs> I'm just as good as you or if not better. You know what I'm saying? No, I agree. I mean, the, the, like we said, look, I'm, it's not It's not even me trying to attack Pulisic. Like that, that situation, like you can talk about that. If anybody's feeling like some type of way about it, then I'm sorry. Like, there's just – not every single sports team is going to approach it like you just got a new job at, at, at some some place and it got to be welcoming. It's different. It's competitive sports. Him coming in, he's he might be taking food off someone else's plate. Potentially. Uh, you could be taking a mortgage, someone can't pay anything. You don't know what it is. It, it's not just like, oh, he's here, he's part of the team, we all love each other. Earn your stripes for that especially. But everybody looks at him like there's a lot of money spent. On this American dude, this American guy. Gonna get the market. Americans, when they talk about him, they act like he's Jesus. So, so 
I want to see what this is really about. And if, if I'm going to have them here, you got to just earn it. I can respect that approach. That gives me actually a good, that gives me a reach. That gives me a, a mindset that like, Hey, like Chelsea and, and Frank Lampard, they, they kind of got the right mindset going on over there. Like that's a good mindset to go. Cause they're not a top tier club that they used to be. They're not a drug, filled star lineup team. They're kind of like a lot of young talent there. So earning your stripes with a lot of young talent, that's a good mentality to have for growth. Like that's a good growth mentality. Because if you have, like, entitlement mentality, but you have a lot of young players, that's rough. Like, that's not how to get going. Yeah. And also, I think – I mean, I'm not really – it's not really that serious, but I wonder if he could have been reaching out before he got there. Like, you signed for Chelsea in January. Like, you know, at the end of the season, you can be reaching out and be yeah. like, hey – It wasn't like he got picked up in June, and then, yeah. like, June 1st he got moved, and then June 4th he's flying Japan. I'm like, dog – You've been on – They were. you were supposed to join the team in January. You've been kicking it in Champions League play for months, kicking off the bench. Like, it's not like you, like, didn't know you were coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you could have reached out in May. Link-ups in advance. <laughs> yeah. I, well, because Ch- Chelsea ended up playing in the Europa League final that, that season. Um, but anything, you could have caught – it could have been anything like, yo, like, you know, anything. It just – maybe that's maybe that's how they – I mean, we don't know either, but even on their side, they could have been like, I mean, you never hit me up, so I like – <laughs> pulled up to the bus. What am I supposed to do? Uh, start throwing throwing confetti? Like, I didn't know you was rolling up today. Yeah, like Kovacic, like, damn, dog. Like, I text in English, too. Any, any Kovacic, anybody in, anybody in life, you just pull up on them, like, damn. Like, like especially if, like, if I came back from Hawaii, I just roll up to your crib, and you're going to be like, damn, dog. Like, you didn't even let me know you was landing today. Like, it, Jesus, it, can you let me know? So I can run away and pretend I'm busy? Especially if I never met you before. But like, well, damn, I heard of you, but I don't know you, dog. Like, Yeah, like, it's not that, like, we're supposed to be boys? You're not special. I'm down for even an American player to be like, yo, I don't know you, B. Like, you're not special to me. I'm on the team. They supposedly pull up and sit next to me. I'm like, yo, dog, you better go sit next to Lampard, the coach. You better go sit next to a trainer. I don't know you like that, homie. I'll be putting my backpack here. (laughs) Do like Forrest Gump. Seats taken. <laughs> Can you imagine? Saints You're an American play. player. This dude pulls like pull up, sitting next to you. Like, I didn't get selected to play in the Haiti game. I don't know why you sit next to me. <laughs> I, I didn't get to be out there. They had, they had fat boy Josie out there. I didn't get to play. So I don't know why you sit next to me, Pulsick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was just funny. I'm like, damn, dog. Like, you, you didn't have to tell that story. <laughs> that, story was, that story was kind of snitching on low. That was a lot of snitching going on because – if I'm a player and I'm here now, I'm like, why are you trying to write my name in the mud right now? I just didn't know you. Yeah. I thought you were Mason Mount. <laughs> Anytime you tell us, I thought you were Mason. I was about to dab you up. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Mason Mount don't have sleeve tats. Who's this guy? <laughs> you know, like, the thing is, anytime you tell a story and it feels like there needs to be two sides for it, you shouldn't tell that story. Yeah, <laughs> like, that story was kind of like, hey, man. But it was cute seeing him and his mom uh, do keepy uppies together. That was cute. Do what? Him and his mom were doing keepy uppies back and forth. That was That's cute. Literally adorable. Yeah. Um, anyway, how lucky, Caesar. We got to talk about the number one legend over here. The number one legend of football that literally is the best player that's ever played um, ever. That comes from South America. You, you, and, and then we're gonna juxtapose him with the player that's has has talked explicitly about being about having racist treatment from Sweden. Obviously we're talking about Edison Cavani and uh Zlatan Ibrahim. We didn't have to juxtapose it, but I'm down. 
Um, so another guy named Michael Chiani, um, who played with Zlatan at um, LA Galaxy, he came out and said that um, he said, well, no, I guess they played together at PSG. I don't know. Yeah, I was hoping as LA Galaxy player about to rip on him. That'd be fun. <laughs> Everybody's literally scared of Zlatan. Like, even the dudes he punts them, like, they never even say anything about it. <laughs> oh, Gucci dude was like, yeah, we're, it's all good. Like, they should have been like, if I ever see him again, I'm going to put my face in it, put my foot in his face. If I catch him at Nobu, I'm going to steal on him. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, I, that's why you don't be seeing him in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you don't be catching him in Kansas City, because he know better come around my city. <laughs> That's why he better not come through Cleveland is the reason. <laughs> he better not pull up here in Akron. He knows what's up in Akron. I get down here. So anyway, this dude has said that Zlatan has only hated three or four teammates in his entire career, and Cavani was one of them. <laughs> uh, the dude, Chani, said that um, – if you're close with Cavani, Ibra doesn't like it. Either you're with Ibra or against him. He told me that everything was fine with Laurent Blanc at PSG. The only person he did not get along with was Cavani. Um, it's funny because I'm like, damn, dog. Like, this dude is hella snitching right now. Like That's some, that's some dead-ass snitching. You might have to get – you might get a phone call if that article come up. Like, damn, dog. Um, but it's funny because um, – Cavani had Cavani in the beginning when he first started playing at PSG has said that there were some issues because obviously Cavani was a center forward and Zlatan played in the middle and it was a four three three and Cavani had to go out wide. I'll never forget that stuff. I remember that. Yeah, and then but but in September two thousand thirteen, um, Cavani said on a certain level there is a connection between us that comes much more easily than with other players. He said I think we just need to work on it a bit harder. Um, Cavani said, we haven't, we haven't been playing together very, for very long and we haven't had the proper preparation. Still, we've proven that there is a connection between us, even though we, even though we will need to prepare more thoroughly in order to get better results. What what a, what a beautiful quote. Damn. This dude is like literally intelligent. Yeah. Um, intelligent remark instead of saying (laughs) it's all good. Like, it's funny because like this dude is saying that about, uh, Cavani, about Zlatan saying that about Cavani, but I remember um, before the 2015 Copa America, which was on BN, BN did a whole series where they, um, it was like 10, I want to say it was like 10 um, South American players. Um, they did like segments on them, like 30 minute or hour segments about like 10 players that were going to be playing, like 10 stars that were going to be playing in Copa America that year. So obviously it was Neymar, um, uh, who else? Um, uh, like Alexis Sanchez and like um, Messi, yeah. And then Cavani was one of them. And I remember Zlatan being in that, in that, in that episode for Cavani and like talking about how good he is and how amazing he is and like how when he was in Italy he was amazing. And because I remember being sh- kind of shocked that Zlatan was in there, like praising Cavani. So it's kind of interesting that this dude said, because I'm like, I'm sure Zlatan could have denied doing that. He could have been like, oh, no, nah, I'm good. Like, I don't want to be on this thing for Cavani. But but then I thought, hmm, maybe he didn't hate him then. Because I went to go look up, obviously, you know, I know everything about Cavani. I went to go look up that game when they, when PSG played Trois, and it was 9-0 PSG. 
And I will never forget how they were, there were so many plays where Dews was not passing Cavani the ball. It was so blatant. And I remember to the extent, I remember I, 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 I like told Jonathan Johnson on Twitter, I was like, yo, you're, you saw that game. You know they weren't passing the ball. He was like, yeah, it didn't kind of seem like that. I'm like, thank you. At least you admitted it. And you could tell Zlatan told them not to pass him the ball. Caesar, and this, this match was uh, March 2016, so it was after that Copa America. You can go ahead and do that all you want. I wish that I could, like, show one of them plays, like how you did before, like with the Twitch. I wish I could show you because you would be like, wow, this is ridiculous. But there was a play at the end. It was the ninth goal. Literally, like, somebody, like, recovered the ball. I feel like Cavani ended up recovering the ball, and he passed it to, I want to say, Pastore. Cavani's literally making a run from before the halfway line. There's nobody by him. And literally, it's, like, like at least, like, 10 yards he has before, like, he's going to be offside. He's, like, running, like, hey, man. Like, and then he ends up passing the guy. Then he stops. And it's still available for a pass. <laughs> and Pastore just waits for Zlatan to come and passes him the ball. I was like, yo, that's insane. It was, it was ridiculous. Obviously, Zlatan ended up leaving that next season. But I just thought it was really whack that one, that dude snitched. And two, like, I'm like, dog, what the hell did Cavani ever do to Zlatan? I do think that Zlatan is mad that Cavani and Zlatan both won the Pichichi in Italy, but Cavani won it with 29 goals and Zlatan won it with 28. Um, so I think he was probably salty about that. And I think he was just mad that Cavani was good. Like, I think that's what made him mad. He's like, damn, like, like not like, oh, he's better than me necessarily, but like, he's a really good player. You know what I mean? And I think that probably intimidated somebody like Zlatan, who was a certified bully. <laughs> you really did a deep dive in this whole rumor snitching. I like it though. I mean, it's probably true because that's why I was probably ever talking shit. And Cavani's the realest ever. He's better than Brazilian really? Ronaldo. Really? You just wanted to get off your Cavani segment so hard right now. Like, you had to just you had to bring up 2016. You did news. <laughs> you watched some videotapes. You brought up. Then you watched the interview. You did. You check. You fact checked the date on the video. And went. Hmm, when did the game happen? This random game happened against Amiens in 2017. You went to go see that game. You were watching the footage. This is this was. You, you know, you, you know what? In the conclusion, I agree with you. <laughs> you know, it's funny because um, I because I forgot. Like I obviously I hadn't watched that game in so long. Those highlights. When I was watching the actual, I was like, "Damn, Cavani's so good, too." <laughs> of course, you said that. Like he's over here stealing the ball, getting assists. I like, never when Cavani was dismantling poor William's life. That one game I was like, "Holy crap!" Can you calm down? I just will never forget ever in my life when William was tried, so mean. William tried that elastico on Cavani. I would never forget <laughs> that. It was just. I don't I, think William forgot it either, to be honest. He ain't been the same since, dude. He ain't been the same since. That's kind of true. He was kind of getting off when he first came to Chelsea. Ever since that day, it was... <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? There's a guy mowing the lawn by the palm trees. I mean, I can't even hear it, but okay. It's coming. <laughs> Damn, you got palm trees? Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's trimming oh, the palm oh. Oh, you know, you want oh, the, 
you don't want the coconuts to fall. And over there, this, yeah, is, yeah. this is Cavani's house here. This is uh, where, remember when Cavani said Jamaicans were African? That's this is his house here. Are we gonna see the mower guy in the background there? Is he like right there? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with a wee girl. On the beach. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just—he has. It's what he uses to get the coconuts off the palm trees. You know, we're just—we're working over here at Cavani Estates out here in uh, in Jamaica. You know, um, obviously, um, Cavani is one of the realists, um, and it's just a shame that somebody could not like him. I'm just joking. I mean, it—it's it, not that serious. It's okay. <laughs> Zlatan's not going to like a lot of people. You don't need one of the three not to be Cavani to move on in life. I just want to. I just. I would. I just the other two. That's what I want to know. I don't. I don't really care. It's Cavani. Who are the other two? That's a fun game to play. Who are the other two people? You know probably who the is. dude. Probably the dude that said he had a long nose that played for England. I forgot the one that did this. That who was nah, on the Marseille game. You probably got smoked with him because they asked him about the years later. He's like, I meant what I said, and I'm gonna keep doing. it. I was like, cool. There we go. That's you know who it is. Do. You know who it is, and he will never say it. He 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 can say a lot, but he will never say this man's name, Lionel Messi. <laughs> really? He will not say. It. You know he, he hates saying Messi's a god did there or somebody. Like, nah, Messi. yeah, but he but he probably didn't like him though. Not true. But he won't say it. That's that's one hill he cannot climb. He never will. Like he will. Like you can't win that with the whole Zlatan thing. That's funny because that's like that. Like Cavani, like. Zlatan can be like, I'll never be as good as Messi, right? Mm-hmm. And that's like second place. <laughs> Yo, close the window. Clo- close, close the, the 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 window behind you, though. Okay, okay. No, no, no. I'm talking about this one. Not here. <laughs> Maybe it's the waves. It's the waves. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. go go down shore more down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tide pools. <laughs> but yeah um okay anyway caesar how, how long have we been recording i don't even know we've been going for an hour and 20 minutes jeez um do you want to talk about coronavirus a lot of coronavirus league talk and then you had to do your 20 minute spiel on cabani and why zatan hates him and you're like unacceptable because he has to be the most lovable person in the world no matter what even though yeah. that's Tanner right there he's just bad at geography right there it's just matter very bad coincidentally <laughs> <laughs> so are you it's okay i mean that's why i'm here <laughs> <laughs> um do you want to talk about coronavirus in brazil or are you gonna cry let's talk about coronavirus in brazil okay the reason why i wanted to talk about it is because i've seen an article they did a coronavirus testing at flamingo there were 38 positives <laughs> um and but but there were 293 people tested. They were not just players. It was like everybody involved with the team. Only mm-hmm. three of them were first team players, but um, but there were a lot of them that like are like have to do with the club and stuff like that. Um, 38 of the individuals were. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. They said all 38 were asymptomatic. Um, but but yeah, they it was a lot of them tested positive. Um. And so I was like, well, damn, dog, like, that's kind of crazy. I would imagine those players are pretty scared. But um, today, apparently, well, actually yesterday, I'm sorry, there was 881 new deaths, apparently. The, t- the total death toll now in Brazil 
officially stands at uh, 12,400. Uh, 12, um, it's kind of the epicenter of Latin America, sixth worst affected country in terms of recorded deaths. Um, apparently they're only testing people that end up at the hospital. Um, and the confirmed number of cases stands about um, around 178,000. Weeks and weeks ago, probably 50 days ago, we talked about how it's not about, they talked about, they're not doing lines every day or going, building the building, testing every single person in the city. They're only testing the people who are in the hospital. And mm -hmm. what do we probably know about Brazil? They're not just going there if they're having a sneeze. They're going there if they literally can't hang no more. Like this is the end of, end of it all. Knowing how damn stubborn and how, 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 how much the people have suffered over there and how much they're suffering, they're only going when they only see death is, is, is imminent. So they're going there, and then that's the number we're getting. Can you imagine how many asymptomatic people in Brazil there are? There, how many people are asymptomatic to this? It's probably bonkers a number. Thousands. And especially when we have, yes, I see you, when, especially when we had a president that was like, you're talking about it's fake. It's not real. Probably he was the only one not wearing a mask, and everybody around him was wearing a mask. Then he was allowing people to go. He was high-fiving people in the crowd that were mask coming out and, and doing dances and stuff, dancing around, uh, saying that it's fake and stuff like that. He have the, we have the best country president ever. Well, congratulations. Him and this lawnmower dude. <laughs> are both on the same vibe right now. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, I don't understand how this is. <laughs> Caesar got that daily. Literally. Honestly, honestly, this is an attack. They know I'm about to talk about Brazil, so they send this dude over here. Cavani worked with South American Union. He wants me to shut the hell up. I know what's going on. Caesar got daily uh, landscaping over where he lives. I mean, they're just trying to get a check. I can't respect it. They're probably nothing to, nothing to trim either. They're like, we just got to work, man. It's rough out here. Look. You have them coconut trees. I mean, I'm living good, dog. I don't know about you. Look at me. Look at you. Look at you. Look at me. I mean, you're not going to have daily work here. I'm in one of those islands you just pointed to. Um, yeah, so I just think that what's happening in Brazil is ridiculous. Now, the bigger issue to me is this. Exactly. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're getting close. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it was, by the way, it's in the frame. That's where I am. It's in the frame. Uh we, it, it doesn't even matter how mad I get, how much I, I pound a table. Last night I was, I was punching the hell out of my pillow. It doesn't matter how mad I get about this or how, how much this hurts my heart, how much this makes me cry, how much this angers me, how much I think about the arguments I had with friends and family about this man being elected in general, how I've been redeemed, how we've both been redeemed, how, how we both were correct all along. We talked the whole process. Judging from from Bolsonaro being elected to Lula being freed, how we were right the whole time. We we talked about Caesar. We we talked about Bolsonaro on this podcast way before he was even being considered a real candidate. Like before he was even being considered a real candidate. This is in 2017. We talked about him, and I was clowning him, talking about uh, having sex with a chicken or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even matter. Uh, any of that, none of that even matters to people. What he does doesn't matter. 12,400 Brazilians dying doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because there's no 
accountability for what you say. As a president in America, as a president in Brazil, there's no accountability for the lies you spread, the, the, the ignorance. I said the day that Trump dropped, the, uh, dropped that you could drink Lysol and you'll be good. <laughs> Five people died from that overnight. I went and got hospitalized for critical condition in New York from that. You should be tried for those five people. Dead ass. If you make a public statement and people go and do it because of what you said and they go to the hospital, you ought to pay all the medical bills and you ought to go to court for that. Because if it was anybody else, if it was your job, if it was your boss or your job told you to do that, you can go sue and make money off of the president. We can't. He's untouchable. There's no accountability. They're untouchable. And people are just going to die. You know why? Because it's, it, the number still isn't high enough. That's what's sad. It's not high enough. Well, people want more. Because it's mostly affecting these. It, th- those are the people dying in Brazil. And he's like, cool, I wanted them gone anyways. That's what he's thinking. I didn't like them anyways. Yeah, and I don't want my son to marry he, one of those. He's probably saying it's, it's not real because he's like, it's doing the job for me. I don't got to get an army in here like I want it. Yeah, because for him, it's going to affect poor people. that like It's going to affect the people that can't. Like that don't have any, uh, like they don't have a chance already, kind of. So he's That's totally the, fine with that. Even my cat's like, what the hell's going on? Uh, it, it's not even. It, it, That's the most sickening part about all this is that you know he can. He's so down to get attacked by anybody with a brain. He's down for this because at the end of the day, it's poor people dying. Bam! I swear to God, if this was the, the biggest thing that that's different about this is. The discussion about lives versus economy. That's what I'm noticing this is all about. Lives yeah. versus economy. Everybody wants to get fired up and angry when we're talking about, oh, man, the, the economy. Oh, California's budget deficit. Oh, Brazil this. That's what makes people fired up and want to go protest. No one was out here protesting about bodies dying. No one was protesting about deaths. No one was out here protesting because their grandma died for no damn reason because they didn't, they didn't have a test to know they were sick in the first place. No one's protesting. They're they're doing squats because they can't open and go to the gym. They're they're fired up because because they can't go to work and give back to the economy. That that's the issue, right? Because money is what people care about, not lives, not twelve thousand four hundred Brazilians that could have died for anything else, but didn't deserve to die for this. Well, there the, those people in America are getting fired up because they're getting uh, getting fired up by Freedom Works, which is a Koch Brothers uh, initiative there. But it just sucks because. <clears throat> Well, definitely what you said about accountability. I feel like at this point, I'm just like, I like, I don't know. Nothing's going to happen in Bam. You know nothing's going to happen. Nothing happens to any of these people. They don't, nothing happens to them. They get to do whatever the fuck they want. Whoa. Um, sadly, like, I've seen so many, you know, it, it's crazy. Like, I've lost some respect for a lot of, like, the journalists and different people I used to follow because, like, whatever i i just don't know what it is that they won't hold donald trump accountable for anything like i literally have just like you know what like i can't even deal with this person never bringing this guy up i got to stop like i think you're capped now um and 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 it's just so i i've almost i've almost like i don't say given up but like i don't even expect anybody to really hold Donald Trump specifically accountable for anything when they when somebody does I'm so excited like 
wow, you're actually talking about him. <laughs> so, and it's, and obviously I don't follow any like right-wing people. I follow like, only left-wing people. And it's just so hard to find anybody that actually talks about him. Um, that's why I like binged uh, Abby and Robbie Martin's uh, podcast so much. I'm like, damn, they actually talk about what he's doing. Yeah. Um, but that that part is just it's it's crazy. Like I literally seen somebody get beat up by the cops for jaywalking in Vegas before. Like I seen that. Like I seen a dude get beat up by police because he jaywalked when everybody was getting out of the club in Las Vegas. They pulled up on him and literally were like, he, he was like, what's the deal? Like, what's up? And they slammed him on the car and started stealing on this dude. And you can literally go up there and say whatever the hell you want. And let's just put Trump and Bolsonaro together because they're both the same idiot. Like, you can get up there and just say stuff that's just not true. And, and, and not only is it not true, it ends up being dangerous. Like, it's dangerous. Imagine, yo, dog, the whole thing since March, the thing that we're scared of the most is waking up in the morning and your damn throat hurts. You start coughing. You f- get the shivers. We're, we're, de- we're so scared of that. Even if we sniffed pepper and we sneezed, we'll be like, oh, man. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like, literally. And these dudes are talking about it's fake. It's a, it's a hoax. It's a democratic hoax. It's uh, the leftist. It's, it's, it's not real. Look, I don't have a glove. I don't have masks. This dude, Trump, went to the damn place where they're making masks. Everybody's got the mask and he don't have one. Some, some company re- re- withdrew their invitation for Trump because they're like, well, damn, he don't even wear no protective gear. They didn't want him in there. And he's all these people around him getting the damn virus. They were like, nah, you can't be coming here, dude, spreading your damn propaganda. And it's a shame because obviously already Brazil is going to have, like it won't, ha- it's not going to have the best healthcare system. You know what I mean? And it's not going to have like the best ways to keep people safe. You would just hope that you have somebody in power. Obviously that not everything's in their hands, but you would just want somebody to be making them feel better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like my, Oh my God. Is it the trouble? Huh? Is it the doorbell? No, you hear that? Okay. Who was it? It's the guy doing the lawn. Who the hell is he ringing a bell? Okay, also, actually, let me say this before you start. You know what would make it bad? You know what would happen that could actually mess it up for Bolsonaro? You know what could happen? If Ronaldo got it. I don't think he lives there, but if Ronaldo got it. He lives in Spain. Yeah, I think he lives in Spain. He probably got out of here like, what the hell? I'm not See you later, buddy. This dude, he just got up. Shoot, peace out on your boy. As free bass, what about your boy? Um, yeah, if we're not, uh, yeah, he doesn't live there. I, I would say if Neymar got it, but apparently y'all don't really like Neymar. Whoa, man, Caesar, <laughs> chill out. Um, Neymar got it. There might be some claps. Um, so, uh, <laughs> but if some like beloved person down there got it. Then people might be if like, when they got it, he died. I would literally go to Brazil, riot myself. That would be right. That wouldn't be cool. Who did? Pele got it and passed away. In Yo, Pele, yeah, yeah, yeah. He lives. No, so if Pele got it, that that'd be like, you know what? We need to have. 
You need to kick him out of office because you, you, we didn't have to lose Pele, man. Or Zico, or Zico. Pele, oh. Yeah, Zico, they have me sadder. You know why. Yeah, yeah. See, we need two. We need two. We need two. So if they both went out, I'd be like, yo, we gotta, We might have to change the whole flag. But, 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 if, but if that happened, I feel like then people would be like, yo, I thought you were saying it was – I mean, Pele's old and he's been sick a lot. But, like, if, if that happened, then people might be like, damn, dog, like, you talking about it's fake and we're losing our icons, the black pearl and the white pearl. How the hell is it fake? You... The thing is, I think one thing I, I I'm an immigrant. You know, I've I came to America when I was five years old. One more time, one more time. You're what? No, I was an immigrant. I came to America. <laughs> I went to America when I was five years old, and it's just to me like the one thing I've always been held on to, apart from not living in Brazil and definitely not living or being raised there. I've always looked at the flag and been proud of it. It's always been something that meant a lot to me. It meant home to me. I felt comfortable looking at it. It's even regardless of what people would say about Brazil having issues with different diseases or viruses or whatever is going on, I was still proud to consider those people my people. You know, yeah. I was proud of it. it proud, even proud that like it's a democracy. You know, like it's it's it's. Yes. There was a point in time it was thriving. It was. And that was, and even when it wasn't thriving, I was still riding for it. You know, like during Lula's time, things were going good. I was there before Lula. I ever heard of Lula. I was still proud of being Brazilian. It's really sad that among a time period when people are dying and 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 we're 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 just dealing with new things that generations past never even had to deal with. I can't even look at my country and be like, well, you know. Like, I'm happy with the, at least how they're doing. Both of the countries that I'm from and raised have have handled this piss poor. One country considered third world, one country considered first world. Both handled this awful, unnecessary amount of people have died. And it, it, it's sad. It's shameful. Like, I, 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 I get sad sometimes because I don't even want to go check, even though I feel like I should. I don't want to go check because I'm like, it's probably just going to be bad news, man. I'm just tired of hearing bad news. No, I mean, I, yeah. I'm tired I would... of hearing bad news. I'm fucking tired of it. It's not March anymore. We're in May. April went all the way by. Like, come on, man. It's ridiculous. I, like, it's really sad because I feel like America and Brazil have the worst, dumbest presidents in the world right now. <laughs> it, 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 it is coincidentally, I'm alive for it. This is great, too. <laughs> it couldn't, it could, why couldn't it just be like uh, America and Brazil just mute? Like, we don't really have a president. Right I feel now. like it's your fault, out. actually. I mean, it might be. I might have put that energy out there when I was down there. Yeah. I was kind of r- causing a ruckus on that bus on the way to the 14 World Cup. I was kind of wilding out. Um, so, <laughs> this is not time to play around. <laughs> Look, uh, if you can have your stupid president you voted for with whatever it was, 39% of the country voted for, you can have that piece of crap that's killed – been part you're associated you're at least affiliated with 1200 12,400 deaths you're at least affiliated so congratulations you can have them but the thing is with me i don't have an issue with people having different political parties have a different views in life different if they want to be conservative or whatever the hell libertarian or whatever you want to be greenpeace whatever you want to do cool that's fine live your life the thing is with me just don't let it be affecting the people that, that that are poor, the people that can't live their lives daily. I don't want to see deaths as a result of that. I don't want to see, especially deaths in your own country. People elect dictators and all these things, and dictators come into powerful positions, and then all these people get these positions they shouldn't get in life. That's whatever. 
they go and they, they, they unfortunately are a reason why other countries have wars and people die. It's even worse. But when your own people are dying, isn't it the opposite effect you're supposed to be having? No. If you want evil, if you want to vote for evil and then shitty people, why would you want to do that? They're killing your own. Like, there's our own folks, man. That's what they want, actually. They want, their, they want the undesirables in their own nation to die, whoever they, whoever they consider undesirable. I just keep thinking to myself, the image that burns in my head is the three rows of lunatics that are over here dancing and high-fiving that his whack-ass came with, with armpit sweat, high-fiving everybody in Brasilia <laughs> that he landed. When he landed on that plane, it was pretending it was a crowd of people, and there was no people there. <laughs> I just think of that idiot and 12,400 Brazilians, Brasileiros, had to die because of that. My people. It's white, dude. That's us. He's day having some armpit sweat too. I might start, I might start, I might just I might see what's up with Uruguay. What are they doing down there? Uruguay's chilling. I just seen Cavani is out there running. I'm, you know what? I don't even care if Venezuela is doing terrible. I'd rather rep them. Goddamn, this is rough right now. Who? Venezuela? Hell yeah, I'd rather rep them. Yeah, Venezuela doing all right. They just uh stopped that coup by Whitey. Uh they 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 gave America said get the hell out. I can Super respect that. Let's do it. Them dudes are sitting in the back of a damn thing, handcuffed, talking to the guy. They're like, what are you, what are you doing here? They're, say what the hell are you doing here, uh, Mr. Johnson. Say your name and reason, bro. Yeah. It was like, oh, we were trying to take over. It didn't work. <laughs> oh, my B. <laughs> like, we didn't realize how, they were like, we didn't realize how big Venezuela is. Damn, you guys got That's a whole lot of y'all. <laughs> they were like, damn, I, we thought y'all didn't have guns and stuff. I didn't know y'all had mountains. <laughs> I didn't know y'all had boats. <laughs> shit, we, we pulled up in the boat. Y'all had boats, too. When did you guys get airplanes around here? Holy shit. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all got a Coast Guard. We, didn't know, we thought only America had a Coast Guard. <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, it's really a shame. And, um, obviously, we talk about why he's mowing the same place five times. What, what happened? Did he put, let him like, do his thing. in there, gang signs? With- <laughs> <laughs> Only, like, uh, part of the reason to talk about Brazil, not just because you're from there, but because Brazil is the number one football nation in the world. Honestly, like, Brazil is like, quint- it's like the country you think about when you think about football, even though whatever, wh- whoever wins the World Cup, whatever, is still like, when you think of this sport, it's Brazil, like 100%. Every time there's a World Cup. And it's, it's always going to be that way. It's always going to be the same if Brazil's not popping. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. When Brazil was bad under G- the, uh, Dunga, it wasn't It wasn't to me about like – it's not like to me I didn't feel like Brazil wasn't allowed to have a re- revamp period or a restart. I mean, look at the run they had. I mean, the players, like you're going to have a lull in talent. That's just what it is. Like, yeah, for sure. Because – you know, scouting gets lazy and bad when a lot of talent keeps coming through. It just gets bad. For sure. For better or not. Like, psychologically, it just happens. But the thing is, is, like, all that time period from 2010 to 2000, uh, what, 17, it just – tournaments just – they could be popping, but it just don't feel right because you're always going to have your European superpowers. But it was just something different when the South American team was – especially Brazil, that yellow on the field, like – it just feels different, not just because I'm Brazilian. It just it feels different. They they've always represented this side of the world, no matter what, no matter how rich or how balling Europe can be and do whatever they want with their leagues. With their leagues, they come down all the way over here to get some of the best dudes, mm-hmm. and these guys from all the way down here come over there and whoop ass all the damn time. And that, there's something to that. That just people like that. They, even though they're the most 
uh, winning team of all time. It, it, to me, socioeconomic-wise, they're kind of an underdog still. Like, they still have a, a different things they have to go through, you know? And I love that. I, I think they don't, they, don't, they don't get enough respect no matter how much they do. They always act like Euros and all that is bigger when we know what Copa America is really where it's bout it, bout it. And also, I think, like, Brazil as a country and as, like, a football nation, you, you, you just can't hate Brazil. Like, you can't hate it. Like, it's just – there's just like, it's like, you can't hate it. Like everybody has a positive connotation with what, whether they know anything like the or not. Team, honestly, they're the people's team. What, what, whether they know anything about Brazil or not. Like, it's just, when you hear Brazil, it's like, it's a lighthearted. It's like, Oh, Brazil. Like it seems fun. You know what Brazil, what Brazil brought to the sport. No, what, Caesar, let Caesar, let me tell you about Brazil. Actually. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Brazil brought to the field wasn't rugged defense. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't all that. It was. They brought flavor. They brought style. They brought swag. They brought happiness. They brought one dance. Like people wanted to see Brazil just to see to celebrate after. Like they they want that vibe. You look in the crowd. What are the Brazilian fans doing? They're not doing chants all the time about bad things. A majority of the time, you see them. They're doing their dance. They're having a good time. That's the vibe you see. The 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 green glitter. The flags. The like people like that stuff. And and and. Even around the world, I remember, I remember Tark telling me that, like, his family, they were big fans of Brazil in the world. Everybody. everybody. I've heard that around the world. Like, people – all uh, I've heard – even before, like, some of the Asian teams got better, I've heard about when they go to Asia and stuff like that, like, you go to Japan or they go to these demi – these, like, exhibition games, like, Vietnam or whatever, like, the crowd is, like, all Brazil chanting. Like, they just – they love it. They're, they're a worldwide team – a team that's loved worldwide. And it, regardless of Brazil's winning every time, that's fine. And winning tournaments, whatever. But just I wanted to see Brazil competitive, you know. Everybody loves Brazil and everybody loves the football and everybody just has a positive connotation of the country itself, whether they know about the diapers or not. But it's a shame. It just sucks when this nation that everybody loves has this person representing it who everybody hates. It, it, it can be a generality if you want about Brazil because there's a lot going on more than just like dance and music. There's a there's a, there's unknown to the world there's more than just three beaches in a country that's the largest country in South America one of the largest in the world and has you know so much going on outside the three beaches people even remotely know there's a lot going on but the thing is the one thing that I can never stand for is when you think of Brazil to be affiliated with Bolsonaro like that's not what Brazil's about Brazil cannot be those generalities you think it is but it's for sure not gonna be that dude that's not gonna be the identity I ever want my country to be seen as like ever ever that dude is gonna be a time period and he's gonna be a thing of the past that's what i hope that's what i want a thing of the past yeah i want brazil to look back and be like you know what we can feel how we want about lula but that was too far this dude bolsonaro that was we were kind of wild did you hear about oh god the Uh, dilma i don't know i still don't trust her lula i don't really like him but you can be like bolsonaro what the hell were we thinking that's the extreme you can have differences in how you see the political i never had a problem with my family necessarily not liking lula or whatever you cannot find but it's just picking that dude that wasn't the answer i mean maybe it's maybe it's anti-arab racism they didn't want to vote for hadaji and, and, and I mean, Whiskey sang about him three times. Hadaji? Yeah. Hadaji. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh.
on that note, <laughs> what? The, <laughs> what's the word? What's the words before that? <laughs> I, mean, I don't remember. It was Nigerian. I'm sorry. I'm only 17. <laughs> percent Stupid. Anyway, guys, episode 152. We made a podcast. I feel like it's gonna get removed off Twitch the fastest. I think that episode 52 was the one where we exposed Yaya Tori, actually. <laughs> you know, 100, 100 episodes since we since Bam dunked on me with the Yaya Tori. Here I was about to take his side and Bam dropped the quotes. I was like, whoa, dude. <laughs> hey, Yaya, I should ride for you. <laughs> episode 152, we made a podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you're uh, on Caesar's Twitch. We made it C's. Then donations so I can fly back home, please. Please do that. And also... Um, in the boat. Yeah, make sure that you're uh, on Instagram. You're following us. We'll get our Twitter back soon. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Um, oh, and make sure you're you're following on Instagram. Caesar Brazil Seas, or we made a podcast, or both. And we got some uh, versus battles coming up soon. Some fire. Right, we'll do one next week. I'm sorry? We'll do one next week for the people. Let's do one. They, they don't need this. I'm with it. They can hear Hadaji in your lyrics. Well, actually, yeah, we'll definitely need to uh, figure out the audio first. Um, yeah, I'm going to definitely run a test today on that. I want to see what the deal is. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, people, holler. We made a podcast. Yeah. <laughs>